The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Ivan in for Pat uh, this week. It's a pleasure to welcome Stella O'Malley, psychotherapist and author of What Your Teen Is Trying to Tell You, uh, uh, to the programme. And we want to talk about uh, holidaying with your kids, okay? So they make a travel journey absolutely miserable. They keep asking, are we there yet? They're, they're not well and they're sick. Uh, but children under five are impossible, should be farmed out. And, and then you have all the things that you might want to do. Uh, go out for a nice, quiet, romantic meal, uh, go see a museum, and the kids want to have a fun activity. So what's the best advice? Good morning, Stella. Hi there. Give us the top tips of do's and don'ts for if you have to holiday with your sprogs. Uh, well, if you have to, as you say, I think it's important that uh, the person who's organising it strategizes so that they're aware that each person gets something that they want during the day and during the evening. Because if you, if you, you know, let's say have a day all for the kids one day, your partner might be furious or you might be furious or vice versa if it's all adult, it's all museums and stuff. Put in a nice kind of child-friendly meal in the middle or an ice cream or whatever so that they're kind of, everybody's getting a little bit. I, I do think people have very high expectations over holidays and think that, it's all going to be fabulous and underestimate what it's like when it goes wrong because it can, it can go very wrong and there can be huge fights and it can get very emotional. And you see, the kids, all the things that you would normally have them, you know, their iPad yeah. or watching the TV, their toys at home, playing kitchen or whatever it is, they're, 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 they may not have those facilities that normally would, or, you know, a little, little playground outside and so on. So, so I, I agree with you. Look, say this hour is your hour and after nine o'clock it might be someone else's hour uh, and, yeah. and so on. Is there not a general advice for small kids? And I'm talking about under two, perhaps. You're better to not stray too far away. Expecting, you know, a son, you're making it more complex. Your expectations are just too high. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. You're better not to go too far and you're better not to go too strange because you'll spend the whole time calming the child down because they're out of kind of sorts. It's funny, Mumsnet, the massive multi-million website, was founded by Justine Roberts in 2000, in the year 2000, primar- not primarily only because she'd had a disastrous holiday with her one-year-old twins and thought, surely other parents could have told me about the buggy and the nappies and the where the big T-shirt, for example, over the over their body that she figured out over the two weeks while they were away. But she was like, we should be pooling this information. And she founded Mumstead on the basis of that. And it was a disastrous holiday that she founded Mumstead on. And what about your own experiences with your own kids? <laughs> They've been difficult. <laughs> They've been difficult. We all have our problems. expectations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we. I don't. I. I often don't have too many high expectations for holidays. I kind of think, I, I. It. You know. It. It asks a lot of people. Some families really seem to nail it, though. Some families just have gorgeous holidays and let them off. You know what I mean? Some families have great times in, in school and great times with homework. We all do it differently. And kind of if you figure out your own family's rhythm, you're better off understanding what your family is good at and where you're happiest and where you're not, as opposed to trying to bludgeon the round peg into the square hole, thinking we're making memories. Everybody smile when maybe it just doesn't really suit. Well, I, I, I personally have found that, you know, 
uh, all my childhood holidays. My father in 1970 bought a cottage in Gortmore, Turmakiti for 500 quid and all mm-hmm. the memories I had. And then I found that our kids and now with their kids and grandchildren are doing the same. There is something very nice about family, sibling, nostalgia memories built around going to the same place every year. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. And it's often underestimated how nice that is. And I think you're right. There's something about a home away from home. And then people take it. It's their spiritual home. They take maybe a fiance or a partner to their spiritual home to say, if you get this, you kind of you get me. You know, it's a really lovely addition. Interesting. My son actually got engaged, uh, you know, did his proposal there in the local Tumakiti Woods. You're absolutely right. Tell me this, for resorts, for people who are about to jet off, do resorts have creches? Oh, yeah. Some resorts definitely have creches. And that's the type of thing you can check beforehand. And you can check about what actual, you know, facilities they can offer. Because some resorts are absolutely brilliant, incredibly child-friendly. They're happy to take the kids away for the day and bring them here and bring them there. And so actually you've kind of divided it up so the adult is just lazing by the pool and the kids are having the fun times that they want. And you might get together at lunch and you might get together in the evening meal. But it's actually genuinely attending to each person's needs for the holiday as opposed to squabbling over what you want to do. Because a lot of parents honestly want to relax. They want to sit by the pools. They have worked too much and they want to relax. And the kids don't. That's not on their bill of fare. That's not what they're interested in. Where do you stand on the issue of holidaying with other families? Like for me, mm-hmm. the perfect holiday is, Deirdre, you look after the kids. I'll go to the betting shop and the pub. You know what I mean? Like, I, the notion and how does that of, go for Deirdre? <laughs> Uh, No, but the point is going for family holidays with another family. Good idea, bad idea. It can be delightful. It can be sublime. You do have to have boundaries over, you know, who's sleeping where. Basically, an awful lot of families have different values. So one might be very strict about food. Another might be very strict about sleep. Another might be very strict about behavior. If you're going to clash be aware of it kind of, well, you are going to clash, but be aware of where you're going to clash and kind of have some ground rules around the basics of that with a kind of like, well, what's important to you? And now I'll tell you what's important to me before we're even on holiday. And then everything else, can we can just compromise. We can get over it. There's a few things we're all pretty neurotic about in our family upbringing as we raise our kids. Be aware of your neurosis. Be aware of the things you're kind of uncomfortable compromising about because you're not willing to give way. And you, you'll be the better off for it because what we like to say is, oh sure, we're real chill, we'll all get on, <laughs> it'll be fine. As we fume and fester in the bedroom silently over the way they spoke to our child. And, and But if you're holding with, with another couple or something like that, you know, after the third glass of wine, can it get a bit kind of awkward? Awkward. Well, I well, mean like, forget. no, like your frustration. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mean in that sense. I mean, I mean frustrations. Yeah, if if they have an irritable mannerism that's really getting on your goat all day. Oh yeah, definitely. And what can often happen is, let's say, my you know my husband can get very irritable with 
his not wife, like as in my, the other woman, if you follow me, and the vice versa. As in, they're not friends. So imagine it's two friends, two mothers who are friends going away on holidays. They're delighted with each other. But the partners of the friends aren't necessarily friends. And that can be a little bit tedious. But I do think kind of a night off, like let's say if you're going away for seven days, that you go for a night off and another night they go for a night off. So there's a bit of strategy in it so that you've kind of organised that during the middle of the week we're getting away from each other and another part of the week we'll be together and we do agree on this and we don't agree on that and that's going to be something we're going to have to soak okay. up. Just a little bit of an honest conversation. Yeah. Rather so, than and, and being self-aware, self-aware and good planning, it seems to me what you're saying. Stella O'Malley, psychotherapist and author of the book What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You, just don't sleepwalk into this. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.